Welcome Welcome. to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I just want to put out a quick little teaser here. We put out a teaser on Facebook every morning, or I say, should say Rudy does. He's my clever sidekick here. And lately, Facebook's been picking on us. So all of you out there watching and listening on Facebook, I want you to take note that our teaser did not go out to anybody today because we did not um, meet their community standards. And all our teaser said was the eco-left is divorced from reality. That's all it said, but apparently they didn't like it. So that is the title of the show today. (laughs) While we follow the total ignorant rhetoric of the swamp brats and the swamp infestation, as we called it yesterday, while media is waving the shiny to distract you, the Green New Deal lives on. Yeah, not in D.C., perhaps. They voted it down or didn't vote on it or whatever. But around the nation, different states and cities are pushing their own Green New Deals, their own agenda, and Americans will soon, sooner than later, begin to pay. The Dems can't wait. They can't do enough to push their lie and their steal, steal your money, get their narrative out there and ruin your way of life. Because that's what it'll be. It'll be a completely changed way of life. And you must know this. They're making money while they're doing this to you. (laughs) You know, I like the old windmills that you see once in a while. Most of them are dilapidated or not. Not, don't look very good. The old windmills, and they served a purpose centuries ago. Windmills were used to mill grain, grist mills, grist mills, I'm sorry, pump water, or both. There are windmills that convert the rational, rotational energy directly into heat. Windmills first appeared in Persia in the 9th century and were later independently invented in Europe. Today's solar and wind energy needs a little bit, little bit of a reality check. They're not efficient. Government is paying, subsidizing in certain areas, well, pretty much everywhere, regarding these. But they don't pay off. They simply aren't efficient. And, of course, efficiency was never really the goal of the radical left regarding America's energy. The eco-left is divorced from reality. The only thing green about these new green deals or the green new deals is the money that those pushing it are reaping from their agenda, their narrative. They know good and well that they're pushing lies and dollars and lies for control. I encourage you to read Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's original Green New Deal. It doesn't take a genius to figure it out. It's less about energy and more about breaking a nation and enslaving the people. 
Today we have our Power of the Future hero, Daniel Turner. He is the boots on the ground, and he is protecting rural America and our energy systems, our energy industry. Daniel, how are you doing today? Welcome back. Beth Ann, it is always a pleasure to be with you. I am great. Thanks for having me on. Well, I took a line out of one of your articles, and Facebook didn't like it. <laughs> I was putting a teaser out for the show, and Facebook didn't like the the eco-left is di- divorced from reality. They, they thought that uh, didn't measure up to their community standards. It violates their community <laughs> standards. Good Lord, you know, if you don't think the way Facebook thinks, you're not allowed to play on their platform. <laughs> So I put a little teaser out or a little plea out to my Facebook watchers and listeners there to uh, to go around Facebook. <laughs> so anyway, there's been a lot going on. I've been reading the articles off of PowerTheFuture.com, and you've got some great ones in there. Yesterday I shared the one about uh, your infamous governor there in New York, Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the dumbest politicians in America. And New York is New York deserves him because if if you vote for those folks, then you deserve the consequence of everything that comes to you. I feel bad for the people who didn't vote for him. They're stuck. Yeah, but um, but it's terrible stuck, what he's doing they? to that state. It is. It is. And in that article, you had mentioned or whoever wrote the article mentioned that in the past, what he has done is banned fracking, prevented good-paying jobs in in upstate New York. Cuomo has also stopped needed pipeline development, which was which has helped cause natural gas shortages and required the state to actually import natural gas from Russia, which I thought that was pretty. I don't know. With all the talk of Russia, I thought that was pretty comical. Um, the reason for the shortage is obvious, the article says. Cuomo is the reason for the shortage in New York, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and it is amazing that, that that New York is suffering the way it is, even the recent blackouts that it's had. Um, and, of course, they've blamed it on uh, the extreme weather. They've blamed it on computer error. <laughs> but ultimately, it's an unstable electric grid. And that's just a sample of what will happen if we if we tinker too much with the electric grid nationwide and try to put everything on renewables because as and, i've mentioned to you and your listeners before we don't have the technology to maintain this the, the quality of life we have now on a completely renewable green grid we don't and so new yorkers are beginning to test what it or their sample what it feels like when you have an unstable electric grid and it's miserable I was going to say, what would happen if if uh, New York had a an extreme outage, say even just forty eight hours, seventy two hours? What would happen, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, you think of just the amount of high rise buildings uh, that are only accessible because of elevators. Um, you think of all new construction, as as your listeners who have been to you know any new construction building. Uh, uh, commercial and residential, most of them by code, the windows aren't allowed to be opened um, because it's, wow. it's, it's considered a risk, a suicide risk or a safety risk. So mm-hmm. they are completely dependent upon forced air circulation. And that and then that's, uh, same circulation is required for, for water to get pumped up to that many stories. Um, if New York lost its electric grid, um, the, the consequences are dire. We haven't even talked about sick Elderly, hospitalized um, people who are on machines, dialysis, respirators, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and and this this uh, um, blackout just the other day, I had a uh, 
I was on Fox News first yesterday morning, and that's the very, very, very early one. So I had to, oh, I had to be in the car <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> I, I felt like a farmer. <laughs> you go in and bib cover, bib overall, some denim bib overalls, straw hat. <laughs> the nice thing was that I was able to get to the uh, the studio in New York City in only about 15 minutes because there was no one on the road at 3 a.m. But whole parts of, of, of Brooklyn were, were were in blackout mode. Um, no street wow. lights, no no stoplights. Um, and I just thought the poor people in these buildings, it was, it was three in the morning, but it was still 96 degrees. Um, I can't imagine how uncomfortable. When my son was a senior in high school, they took a trip up to Toronto and Niagara Falls. They sang up there in the, in the choir and then they went on to Toronto. And when we were in one of the buildings, he and a couple of his buddies, now they're not responsible, but they were the lucky ones. And the teacher even said, of all the kids that this could happen to, I'm certainly glad it was your son and these boys because they would not panic. But something happened to the elevator and they were stuck in there. Now, what seemed like hours, it was not that long, but it was a long enough time, Daniel, when they got out of there, and this was in June, like it was over Memorial Weekend and into June, the first week of June, um, they were hot. I mean, they were hot. We're heading into a break, and I missed that. We haven't gone yet, but we are heading into the break. Daniel Turner is our uh, guest today at PowerTheFuture.com, and Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. We will be, uh, if I want you to visit powerthefuture.com, just visit powerthefuture.com and we will be right back. There is no fake news allowed. The cold, hard facts are what's happening in the West as well as where you are. Range Magazine's over 25 years of experience covers news that you'll never hear on mainstream media. As the winner of four consecutive Freedom of the Press Awards, Range Magazine is true to its written word. Journalism is not dead. There is no fake news allowed. The cold, hard facts are what's happening in the West as well as where you are. Range Magazine's over 25 years of experience covers news that you'll never hear on mainstream media. As the winner of four consecutive Freedom of the Press Awards, Range Magazine is true to its written word. Journalism is not dead. Truth lives in Range Magazine. Don't miss the great stories, photos, and art that is featured in each of the Range Magazines. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. Ask CJ about her buckaroo calendar or her latest book as well as special offer for csc talk radio listeners home home on the range truth in range magazine educates americans regarding the bureaucratic invasions in our lives the taking of our land life and our liberty bring america home home to range magazine visit rangemagazine.com call them today 1-800-726-4348 tell them beth ann sent you home on the range Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interests of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk 
www.truthandeducationtalkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann. Keep your food fresh and save money with VacuPack. Don't just wrap it, vacuum pack it. Tom Dolder of the Professional Marketing Group offers superior vacuum sealers. Their signature unit, VacuPack Elite, has proven the test of time and will outlast and outperform similar units on the market today. Store items such as coins, collectibles, pictures, silver, or copper with no tarnish. No freezer burn, no moldy cheese. Lessen your food waste by 90%. VacuPack protects your food and items from oxidation mold and freezer burn every unit they sell has an in-house warranty plus tom offers repair servicing and all accessories their motto if we can't fix it we don't sell it tom dolder has been providing the best vacuum sealers in the industry for many years give tom a call at 1-800-227-3769 and visit his website vacupack.com that's v-a-c-u-pack.com don't just wrap it vacuum pack it And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. And as I was saying, as we went into the uh, the break, visit powerthefuture.com. That's just very simple, powerthefuture.com. Um, we had little audio issues there as we were going into the break. Daniel and I was telling about the story when my son got stuck up in the in the elevator there in Toronto at one of the hotels. And, of course, we're all waiting. They call, you know, they have all the kids wait, and they're in pods. They're in groups, you know. We're all waiting outside for these three guys to come down. And, of course, they didn't come. They didn't come. And finally, the uh, uh, person in the uh, uh, hotel told us that they were stuck in the elevator. Now, they weren't there terribly long, maybe 30 minutes or more. Um, but it was long enough when they got out. Of course, my son's like me. He's got the dark hair. and and uh, But there was one young man on there that was redheaded, and he was flushed because there's no air in an elevator. So if New York lost their their grid, lost their electricity for just even a short period of time, it it could be very dangerous, very c- catastrophic. And uh, uh, I think people need to start realizing that we're more apt to lose our energy from some of these crazy Green New Deals than we are from climate change. I, I, that's a brilliant point you make. And I think people just, we come to take for granted how much of our life is dependent on Maybe not depend, depending without a doubt, but how much of our life presupposes um, uh, a stable electric grid. So we build buildings in cities because we just assume elevators will always work. And we have business relationships in foreign countries because we assume we can always jump on a plane and go there. And, you know, people move away from mom and dad and they say, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's sad not being in the neighborhood, but it's an only two-hour drive and I go back all the time because we presuppose 
that electricity, um, I'm sorry, gas prices will be manageable and that government will take care of its roads, et cetera. And all of our roads are built from concrete and concrete comes from coal. Right. We, we, we presuppose so many of these things that then when we start to take away what undergirds it, it's kind of like what happens in even in the moral fabric of society. Right. When you then take away all of these pillars of what makes a moral society and then you say, boy, that's strange. People are all immoral now. I wonder what happened. Well, I can tell you what happened. <laughs> you took away the pillars and electricity is one of those pillars. Energy is that pillar. Mm. Well, you know, it's 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 going to get bad, and we know that, um, if they have their way. And that's what they want. I mean, I, I, they're going to say, well, that's why we need to change all these buildings and all these cities. We need to change them all so that if we do lose our power, we can still fo- function. That's not their narrative at all. Their narrative no, is to not. break a nation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, th- that's where they are just wrong, because we don't have to change. We, we have tremendous amount of energy for the foreseeable centuries, not just weeks or decades. Uh, an, an article I wrote recently on Fox News talked about, reminded people of Jimmy Carter saying uh, peak oil, right? This was in the debate in 1976 uh, against uh, President Ford. Uh, and he talked about how we are going to experience peak oil. And by the year 2000, there will be no oil left in the, in the world. And if a president doesn't start to tackle these issues now, what will happen by the next millennium? We're, we're 19 years past peak oil, and we keep discovering it. <laughs> we, we keep finding more of it. Oh, yeah. You know, and going back to your article on Power of the Future with Governor Cuomo as he signs his New York's own Green New Deal, you know, it says in there that they want zero emissions by 2040. And I'm going, what the heck? That's 21 years. We're going to be gone in 12. (laughs) So, you know, those things tell you they don't even believe their own words. They just make stuff up. Absolutely. They don't need to play by the rules of things like math. Um, they, can just, they, they, they can make up whatever narrative they want because it, 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 it sells and it does consolidate power into their hands, which is ultimately they want. You hear a lot of talking heads. I was just listening to a, a, a radio program that's here in D.C. earlier. And I was a little disappointed the host kept saying, well, that's because they do these things because they're just dumb or they think these things because they're stupid. And I wanted to call in and say, don't trivialize it. They're not saying these things because they're dumb and they're stupid. No, they got a plan. They are. They, they are. Yeah, they are dumb and stupid, but they have a plan. <laughs> like, this this is for a purpose, and it really is for a purpose of state control of all the means of production. This is a socialism issue. It's not about the earth. It's not about the energy and the environment. It's not because they're dumb. They want government to control all aspects of uh, of life. And if you don't believe I, that, just listen to every candidate running. Every answer to every problem is government. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to send you a paper that I read yesterday of somebody that rewrote the 23rd Psalm. <laughs> it is about government instead of God. I'm going to send that to you. I think you might personally enjoy that. But they're cunning and evil. I think the fact that we might we might think they're stupid, they're illogical. But they have a narrative, and their narrative is to control everyone's lives, to take the land, and to control the energy. They're not going to rebuild all these high-rises. That's just a facade. There's no way they can do it. Their money isn't there, and physically they can't do it. 
They're not going to change every city in this nation. And, uh, but they're going to tell you that. And they're going to keep using their scare tactics. Life is, you know, it's going to end as we know it in 12 years. And, uh, but nobody backs these people into a corner and asks them real questions. No. Nobody ever does that. No. And, and you know what's a wonderful example of what you're saying? Because you, you really hit the nail on the head. Look at Senator Sanders and his, and his push for socialism. Um, he, he supports the Green New Deal. But in his private life, he has multiple homes, and he he sold millions of copies of books, and he kept the revenue, and he flies on private jets. But he wants to outlaw all of that. He wants a $15 minimum wage when his own (laughs) workers said, well, we can't – we don't earn $15 – he cut their hours. You know what? He but he gave them fifteen dollars, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So he could <laughs> offer them thirty thousand dollars an hour, but they could only work four minutes, right? And then yeah. he could say, "I pay my workers thirty thousand dollars an hour. That's great." So from nine to nine oh four, they 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 answered one email. Um, so Bernie Sanders, in his private life or in his small business capacity, running a campaign. He cannot implement the very policies that he claims as president he will force on the rest of us. How how does he not wake up in the morning and say, huh, that's strange. I really believe this, but I don't do it. He doesn't he doesn't see that as a contradiction or or a paradox and say, maybe I'm thinking about these issues like wages wrong because he doesn't do it, but he's going to force government to do it when he is in charge. But he has a narrative. He does. Oh, yes. He has a narrative. And when we talk about socialism and we go back to the beware of the useful idiots, that's what these guys, we're allowing them to use us. We are the idiots. But um, when they talk about the debt, when they talk about poverty, they want poverty. Because the more poverty, the more poor people they have, the more they can control them. Absolutely. And the only rich people they want to go after are the rich people that aren't them. They don't want to go after themselves. I mean, he already said he doesn't want to pay that kind of a tax. You know, but he wrote a yeah. book. <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, yes, because the more people who are in government housing, on government uh, uh, health care, a government uh, um Money, welfare funds, government, everything, government schools, that's more and more people they can control. And that is their agenda. Look at the way they fight vehemently school choice. Barack Obama put an end to every single one of the school choice programs that were in the city of Washington, D.C. I think it was on his first or second day in office, he canceled all of the voucher programs for D.C. uh, public school kids. But he didn't send his own daughters to those public schools. He sent his daughters to wealthy private schools, and he denied those kids in his town the right to go to school with his daughters. That is a socialist, and they are scary people. They are scary people. And and, uh, we mentioned yesterday on the air uh, about... uh, Bernie Sanders and this $15 an hour thing. And I said, you know what? He's a really good capitalist because that's what a capitalist would do. They recognize, hey, this is going to cost me too much, so we're going to cut their hours. Not only, I don't know about a campaign trail, I would assume they don't get benefits, but in real life, when they cut the hours, you don't have benefits either. 
no. because you have to work a certain amount of hours to get the benefits. So they're not benefiting the people at all. So he's a really good capitalist. I hear the music. We're heading into a break. I'm going to open up the phone lines. We're talking about energy today. 877-895-5410. And Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation, support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio, My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. CSC Talk Radio is making available two pocket-sized booklets which will arm you with the truth. President Lincoln said, study the Constitution, let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaim the legislatures and enforced in courts of justice. The Citizen's Rule Book is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Bill of Rights, our Constitution, and much more, explaining our rules, a must-read and a convenient to carry. Keep one in your pocket, one in your car, and one in your purse. The second punch of power is Sheriff Richard Mack's victory for state sovereignty, understanding that our State's rights supersede federal laws and mandates is vital and valuable information. The Supreme Court victory of Mac Prince versus USA is a victory for all states. $5 will put power in your pocket. Order now. Send $5 to CSE Talk Radio. Let me know you want a pocket full of power. Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri 65018 or order online at csetalkradio.com. $5 is a small amount to pay for a pocket full of power. Hello. Oh, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee 
guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 Nine seven eight six one six eight, and use the promo code Bethann to get thirty percent off plus free shipping. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. He's a sponsor of the show. We are his voice for the energy of the future. And uh, we have a good-looking future. If we could get, if we could get divorced from, from the eco-left, we've got a good-looking future for our energy here in the United States. And I'm going to kind of let you talk about that because you had an article on your website uh, – Oh, I, I, I've lost it, but it was with, um, um, oh, what was their names? Rudy? What was their names? Um, Who's that? What? The ones from Texas that are in Marathon. Alaska. Marathon oil. Marathon oil. Marathon oil. Petroleum. Petroleum. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy for you to say. And that was, yeah, it's easy for you to say. So, <laughs> you know, that was encouraging. And I, I want you to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I know. It's just a really exciting sign of, of, of major businesses, and major corporations um, investing still in in the energy market and and Marathon Oil, which is a um, you know a, a major energy producer here in America, is making a large investment in Alaska because they know the potential that's in Alaska. Um, you know, businesses for for them to make any sort of investment like that, they have to weigh so many factors, and they have to weigh obviously risk and they and and. Uh, personnel and feasibility, et cetera. But the unknown are these radical green groups that come in and thwart all effort. And that's one of the reasons why I want to be a, a voice for the energy workers, because if you're in rural Alaska and you know that, that a company like Marathon is expanding and they're bringing in jobs and they're hiring and they'll train you and you can make really, really good money in Alaska, $100,000 jobs, the last thing you expect is the day before you start work to find out that Michael Bloomberg and the Sierra Club have set up shop and they have found mm. some leftist judge in San Francisco who has passed an injunction saying that we need to do X, Y, and Z and we don't think you should be allowed to, to, to pursue this, right? We need to file another environmental impact study. They love impact studies. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and and that's the that's what Power of the Future wants to do is push back on those groups to say the ones who really suffer are these men and women in rural America because they need to eat, right? They need to provide for their families. They need to uh, grow their communities, and a lot of them they don't want to leave the places where they're from. They want to stay. They want to stay in Alaska. They want to stay in West Virginia if you're in the coal world. Mm. And and it's it's it breaks my heart. It's the reason why I started this organization that there's, there is investment, there is opportunity, there are resources, um, and it is this outside unknown factor funded by people like Tom Steyer and Michael Bloomberg who can put industry to rest, and that's not fair. That is not, uh, you have the right to protest, you have the right to voice your concern, you have the right to vote, but you do not have the right because you don't like something ideologically. You don't have the right to take away other people's way of life. I was going to say, and that's not why those courts are there. 
Those courts are not established so that they can dictate from one state to the other what you can or cannot do. Exactly. That's not what they're there for. And uh, that just infuriates me all by itself, but that's another story. <laughs> but that's not why they're there. That's not part of – that's not constitutionality. Exactly. And, uh, and, and you know, Ed's, there is a go need ahead. for some sort of court reform because if, if, if you and your listeners uh, um, have noticed, which I'm sure you have because you have smart listeners, it's always these same four or five judges. And they are in places like Hawaii. They are in places like San Francisco. And they are activist judges. They're, you know, the Sierra Clubs and the Greenpeaces are smart. They go to the same people over and over again. But it is odd that when the founders set up this country for them to think, oh, yeah, one judge in Rhode Island should be able to tell another person in, in, in Georgia what he can or can't do. I'm sure they would have a sense of even even understanding federalism, even Alexander Hamilton, the great federalist of all of them, to a certain extent would say, yeah, but we also believe in states' rights, and we also believe in, 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 in liberty. And the fact that a judge in San Francisco can tell the folks in Alaska what they can do is is not part of our country's founding. No, absolutely not. And Hamilton would have fought him tooth and toenail on that as well, because that's. I don't think our founding fathers, they they were underneath a tyrannical king. But I believe that where we have gone, because we have a whole D.C. full of tyrannical kings, people that think they're kings anyway, uh, dictating to the American people. And that was never their intention. And, uh, you know, that's why they said it's a republic if you can keep it. And uh, if you can keep it, the American people have failed. We've bought into too many lies and we need to start. What's the new word? Woke. We need to be woke. (laughs) (laughs) Constitutionally woke. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there is good news. There, there is good news, and especially when it comes to the energy industry. I, uh, if, if you do, even if you don't believe in God, well, you should. But if you do believe in God, it, it, it is, it is, it is not luck that our nation has such abundant natural resources. That's right. Um, there is a reason why God created uh, uh, this land, and 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 the founders came here, or the, the the pioneers came here, and the founders set up this country. Um, there is a, a place for America in the world because other nations, even our greatest allies, would, 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 would clamor for the amount of natural resources we have. England, France, uh, Israel, um, you know, the one who's, who's on par, Canada, has a lot of the same because it's basically the same land. But the amount mm-hmm. of coal we have, the amount of oil, the amount of gas, the fact that we are not beholden. Look at the U.K. right now. Um, Iran has seized one of their oil tankers. Um, if you are the UK, and this is where you you're still getting your gas from, and, and you need to, you depend upon the Middle East for gas, for petroleum, as they would call it, for petrol. Um, <laughs> yes. What what is the state of your foreign minister, right, and your trade minister? How the, how you're constantly on pins and needles? Are we going to run out of oil? Where are we going to get our oil from? Germany now is building pipelines to Russia because of they need fossil fuels. And they have bought into the green movement. We've talked about this before. They've closed down coal. They've closed down nuclear plants. Angela Merkel has to keep her her country afloat, so she's building the Nord Stream pipeline too from Russia. What does that do to her sovereignty? What does that do to her as a nation? Yeah, it's gone. Um, it's gone. You know, it, it, Israel is surrounded by all of its enemies, but it still has to depend on its ports to get fossil fuels 
from the Mediterranean, although they have found tremendous amount of natural gas in the Mediterranean and are trying to build, um, trying to extract it now to be energy independent. So kudos to Israel. Um, we have we have a caller from New Mexico. We have Roger. Roger, what's on your mind today? Oh, I wanted, I wanted to reiterate the fact that uh, we all eat fossil fuel. I've said this before. The Haber chemical process takes natural gas, it combines it with air. Is there, where do we get the air? Oh, it's air. <laughs> the nitrogen in the air combines with natural gas to make ammonium nitrate. They send it out to all the farmers, they pump it to the ground, they grow bumper crops and feed their livestock. Now we have plenty of food. You get rid of fossil fuel, we won't have nothing to eat. Uh, has anybody ever even discussed that or mentioned it? And there, I wanted to go one step further. Carter was wrong. What he meant to say was that we run out of cheap oil. <laughs> we run out of oil. We run out of cheap oil <laughs> in the future. <laughs> and well, uh, and well, it turns out our forefathers were on top of it. In 1960, they made a decision to invest in ocean-going pipelines to suck up all the cheap oil. When it's gone, we, we left our oil on the ground. We're not discovering you know, it. We knew where it was. I've heard more than one person make that point, Roger. Appreciate the call. Okay. We're just about headed into Thank a break. I appreciate the call, Roger. You know... Daniel, that is true. They're they're driving up the cost, and they're doing that intentionally. Very much so. That they they are trying to price it out of the market, um, and and that's that's what they did to the coal industry, um, and they will try to do that to other industries. But Roger raises a great point about just how many products come from oil and gas and and coal, and fertilizer is one of them. I don't know if people are aware of that. No, they're, well, the ones on the farm are. Yes. <laughs> they're aware of that. Your audience is. AOC is not, but your audience is well yeah, aware. Yeah, AOC, AOC only knows yucca. <laughs> We're headed into a break. I'm going to close the phone lines because we'll be in the final segment of today's show. We appreciate you hanging with us. Daniel has so much more to share with us. And Daniel from PowerTheFuture.com and Beth Ann will be right back. I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of my pillow premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-978-6168. Use promo code Bethann. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. All that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code BETHANN to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award. So many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. The final segment of today's show is upon us. It's the fastest hour of the day, and we've got one of our favorite guests here with Daniel Turner. You know, Daniel, if you could bottle up the energy in D.C., there's going to be a whole bunch and a gob of it tomorrow, isn't there? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, boy. Um. Are you going to cut town, or are you going <laughs> to hang around there? 
You know, I, I spend so much of my time on the road um, because of Tower of the Future. Right. And uh, and I am happy, though, for the rest of, of July, I am here. So I am here for like a straight seven days in a row, and I'm excited to be in my own bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's going to be interesting tomorrow. Um, I don't know what to expect. But there's going to be a lot of energy. There's going to be a lot of uh, hype. And uh, there's going to be a lot of show. There's going to be the cameras are going to be there. So there's going to be a lot of show, show, show me going on. Exactly. <laughs> and not show me as in Missouri. So it's going to be interesting. But I, I think a, a wonderful reform I would bring if I were a member of Congress is that these hearings uh, should not be televised. Um, and not that they should not be accessible to the American people. Of course they should. They, people are allowed to go in person and, and watch. But um, since they are televised, all of the questions on both sides are really yes. for the cameras because they know oh, yeah. that they have teams that want to edit a little video and make an ad and show how, you know, reelect Daniel Turner and they'll show a little clip of me grilling Robert Mueller and they'll say, wow, that guy is great. It's all bluster. Um, oh, yeah. If, if, Every bit of if it. You or your, if you of your audience have a couple minutes to watch tomorrow, just notice how many members of Congress who have their five minutes to ask questions never even ask a question. They just speak for five minutes and they pound on the table and they are outraged. Screaming. And exactly. <laughs> and then they say, oh, and now my time is up. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like they went after the uh, the uh, retired Border Patrol uh, head, you know, when they went yeah. after him a couple of weeks ago. And it was like, seriously, AOC doesn't even know who makes the laws. She doesn't no. even know what the laws are. You know, they haven't broken the law. They're not they're not criminals yet. Well, they broke the law as soon as they came across the border. According to the law, they are exactly. breaking the law. You Seeking know, asylum they, is not – she's 100 percent right. Seeking asylum is not an illegal activity, nor is getting your driver's license. But if I sneak through the back door of the DMV and I hop the counter and I say, give me my driver's license – I can't assume they're going to be okay with that. They'll probably arrest me for breaking and entering, um, or at the very least, they'll say, well, get on the back of the line, sir. There have been people here for a couple hours because it's the DMV. Everyone is there for a couple hours. A couple hours, yeah. That's the way it is, no matter what town you live in. Exactly. And my response would be, this isn't illegal. I'm just trying to get a driver's license. Yes, but there are ways you do it, and there are ways you apply for asylum, and you do it at a legal port of entry. And in the cases of anyone but Mexico, you do it in the first country you enter. And so if you are from um, uh, um, Honduras, Beautiful girl. Yeah, Honduras. Then you go to Guatemala. In Guatemala, you have to go to the American consulate and you apply for asylum there. You can't run through all of Guatemala and then run through all of Mexico and then sneak in the border and say, I'm just looking for asylum. That's the loophole. And 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 there's also... I'm sorry. There's also regulations or rules of what actually qualifies for asylum. Just because you say, I want asylum, doesn't mean you get it. No. No, and just having having a, a poverty is not a criteria for asylum. And, and in in the past, did my ancestors come here because of poverty? Absolutely. And in 1840 in Ireland, they were poor and they were hungry. Um, and you know, the, the Queen Victoria, I think, was was waging war on them, so they weren't too thrilled mm-hmm. to be in Ireland at the time. But yes, they fled 
But we didn't have the same laws we did in 1840. America did have, quote unquote, open borders. But still, my ancestors stood in line at Ellis Island, and and one of them was there for over a week, and they filled out paperwork, and they were documented, and they didn't just walk into And they were tested for disease? Absolutely. You know, not just for the people that they were going to uh, be living amongst, but for themselves. Exactly. Because anytime you put people together and they're from different areas, they carry different immune systems and different diseases. Yeah, and that was the purpose of Ellis Island. If any of your, your listeners ever get a chance to visit my beautiful hometown of New York, it is a fascinating museum, but it is an island, not where the Statue of Liberty is. It's an island next to it, and that is where all of the boats went. For that reason, you were held on the island for a certain period of time until it was verified who you are, that you're not a threat, um, and that you are healthy, and, and, and then you were allowed off the island into New York. But then when you were in New York, you were on your own. There were churches and there were civic groups, but there was also the ability to go make their way to wonderful places like was Missouri. And, and you know, I think fascinating about America is when you see the migration patterns of Europeans mm-hmm. who came. This is the amount of Scandinavians in Minnesota, the amount of Irish and Italian, obviously, who stayed in New York. Um, and you find the amount of Germans in Pennsylvania. They, they did follow patterns. They went to places that looked like where they came from. Um, and they pursued jobs, but there was no government handout. And that's the that's the sad part of what they're doing to the fabric of our country is that those yeah, first generations, yeah, they, you know, we have assimilated. I am second-generation American. I'm sure it was harder for my grandparents, a little weirder mm-hmm. for my parents who grew up in ethnic ghettos in Queens, right, the Irish sections, the Italian sections. But they, they I can't even count how many generations I've been here. It's that yeah. long. I mean, now my husband's second generation. Yeah. Um, his father, his grandfather came over here from Switzerland. And they're German Swiss. But uh, I'm French, Irish, Scotch, Indian, English, and German. So I've been here a while. <laughs> we, yeah. I am well assimilated. Everything. <laughs> and, and Absolutely. Assimilate. And proud and, of and it. Exactly. And and of course, if people ask, I tell them where I'm from. And when I was in Ireland and Italy, I had a certain sense of nostalgia, not nostalgia, but a certain sense of, I don't know even what to call it, because I know my grandparents were from that little town, but I'm not from that mm-hmm. town. And, and that is the sad thing of bringing in mass numbers of people who don't assimilate and are asked not to assimilate. Um, they, well, they, and... You know, we know it's it's out of hand when they take the U.S. flag down and they put their country's flag up. Exactly. There, exactly. that is that is actually uh, that's actually a cry for war. <laughs> I'm not proponing. I'm not trying to say we need to go to war, but I'm saying we need to be aware. And we are out of time, Daniel. I can't believe how fast this hour goes when you're here. But uh, you'll be back here in a couple of weeks. We'll have him back on Friday. He'll call in. And uh, we just appreciate all that you're doing. I know that you travel a bunch in a gob, and and uh, I'm glad you get a week home in your own bed. Thank you so much, Daniel. Powerthefuture.com. You need to visit there, and you need to uh, support Daniel Turner. Powerthefuture.com. You know, the future is what we're looking at. And that's why we're working so hard, Daniel and me and many others, to bring America home.
CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. Roger Simmermaker has compiled a wonderful book, My Company, Tis of Thee listing 50 Patriot American companies for your convenience as a consumer. Part of bringing America home is supporting America by supporting American companies who have stayed steadfast and loyal to keeping their companies here and keeping Americans employed. Purchase your book today. My company, Tis of Thee, is a valuable tool. Only $15.95 will bring you to the resources of 50 Patriotic American companies. 50 companies that every consumer should know about. Get your copy of My Company Tis of Thee. Send $15.95 to CSC Talk Radio, P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Or you can order online at csctalkradio.com. Reward these American patriotic companies with your business. My Company Tis of Thee, just $15.95, so order today. At CSC Talk Radio, we salute these patriotic companies. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But these rights are not extended to the precious lives innocently waiting just to be born. Abortion is a lie. Stand up for those who cannot speak out for themselves and join the Red Ribbon Campaign, a gentle yet clear message. Science has proven babies are not just alive but can feel pain just like you and I. Loving Liberty is proud to be a co-sponsor of Prager University's new video, Was Jesus a Socialist? by Lawrence W. Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. Watch his thought-provoking five-minute video online at PragerU.com. Was Jesus a Socialist? by Larry Reed is now online at PragerU.com. And listen to Larry every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Mountain Time on the Reed Hour here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. 